Welcome back. You're listening to It's On Us Podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and on our Facebook page. So with that being said, enjoy the episode. And we are... Oh, this is... Yep, there it goes. We are finally back and we are live, fellas. How does it feel? You feel that? Feels good. I feel like it's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's new. Like everything feels like fresh fresh right yeah. i mean it is a new season you know what i mean mm-hmm. new season seasons change. come season with a fresh change. feeling so we do want to apologize to our audience because we've been away for what a month and change some time life happens and you know we just kind of just take it out with is and just roll with it and just it's okay to pause but don't stop going that's right right that's right we're literally setting that example and don't get us wrong we've missed you guys so much we've missed this we've missed talking to you yes. so fellas how have you been since uh, we've been gone good yeah you know i think we should start with ash man go ahead man. Tell, yeah because you know what I'm, you've been I'm, up I'm to, new, to you uh, yeah, i'm married man mr blair yeah well remember last time we talked i mean last time we talked we were like leading up to the wedding and then you guys were at the wedding and it was beautiful phenomenal i'm beautiful. literally like not speechless but like it was so it was love Yes, that's the I best felt way that. to describe it. In the yeah, air, definitely. Yeah. There was you know, there was a lot of love. There's some weddings you might go to, and it's like, okay, cool. it's cool, you know, formal. And this was formal too, very formal, beautiful mm-hmm. wedding. But it was just more like just the people in the building. It just made it feel just special. Felt and I, great. And I was happy to be a part of that. So same. I appreciate you guys showing up, though, man. It was yeah. yeah. You'll see the video coming soon, and I will. I definitely want to just be in that like feeling all the time, like being a husband now that's kind of like weird mm. to say and like Ooh, I've, been, I've been adjusting to it though because it's like people like ask me like, how's the wedding i'm like it was amazing it was amazing and i'm still like going like i'm still off that high basically like the honeymoon was awesome nice we went to vegas Ain't it, oh real, man real vegas quick. is yeah, describe though. the honeymoon what was that like <sighs> so we were in vegas for like 36 hours mm-hmm. gambled a little bit like it wasn't that long like right. two days like a little bit longer mm-hmm. uh it's fucking hot Vegas. Really? Like, there's no wind. Like, it's a different type of dry, like heat. Like, mm. a little disrespectful. It's in a, and it's in a, it's in a desert. Yeah. And it's like kind of in caves. Okay. In a bowl. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. Clifton, you've been to Vegas too, right? Oh yes. Yeah. So yes. John, have you? No. Never. Only one. You gotta go. We gotta go. John, we take you, you more and more outside. You already been to Miami, yeah, though. Miami. You gotta go. Boston. Yeah. So All no, but things. the uh, yeah, Vegas was cool. Um, gambled a little bit, won some, lost some, but. Mm. You know, I definitely gotta go back to Vegas. I will say, mm. uh, we went to, and we flew back to Cleveland, mm-hmm. and we had to go to Florida, and we went to Florida for like, we were in the Siesta Keys for like four or five days. Nice. So that was nice. real relaxing. Good that weather. Was, that was for us to just like to unplug, right. and just be like enjoy each other's like space. You know. Mm-hmm. So number one beach in the world. The sand literally feels like sugar. Like you're wow. walking on like sugar. Sh- it's, it's like it's Granular? a different type of sand. Like I wish I would have brought some back, but like it's, but it's the worst to try to get out of things. Like it's in your clothes, everything. But like to walk oh. on it, it is amazing. Wow, wow, yeah, so. that's awesome. Do you have any advice for anybody that that is getting married? Do you have anything that you would like to now that it's all said and done? Any advice for them? Yeah, man. I mean, you went through the experience. You know. Everybody's experience now. is different, though. You know what I mean? Right. So like mm-hmm. for me, I just. Everybody kept asking me, are you nervous? I'm like, no, I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. Like, I, like I lived in that present space that day, and it was everything. I had to put too much expectation into things. Mm-hmm. I let things just, like, naturally come out how they were supposed to. And, like, 
the day made itself. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, so your feet were always warm, never cold. Nope. Yeah, you only you only have cold feet if you are unsure of where you, what you want in life. Mm. But if you know what you want going in initially, like what's the worry? And that's just for people in general, like in life, like in the whole like situations. Yeah. What you want out of life is what you get. So you have to literally be the driver of what you want. Right. Exactly. See, now that's great advice. See, that's good marriage See. advice. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll learn more as time goes past, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Definitely, I've only been a husband for like two weeks. So. Hey, remember the number one golden rule: happy wife, happy. No, nah, I'm breaking all the statements. <laughs> <bro. I> mean, <laughs> no, nah, the spouses matter too, though. So yes, they, yes, yeah. they do. I feel like I don't know. Like we don't focus enough on guys like mental wealth and mental happiness. Like you can marry a partner, that's fine. But like, what does your partner do for you? It's not always about them. It mm-hmm. has to be a balance. Bells, for sure. That is Absolutely. very true. Right. Because you guys are equal. You guys are one. Exactly. That one's above the other. Mm-hmm. Right. There might be some Y'all type both of... both got a ring. Right. Mm-hmm. You, see, you, both, seen you both deserve hey, to be had. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all both got a ring. She's like, I got to upgrade. I'm like, yeah, you can earn that in like five years. In time, you'll get your upgrade. Baby you Gucci know? over there. Yeah. Life is good, though. That's all I'll say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for you guys, what's up, man? How's life? Man, life's been good, man. So before the wedding, right before the wedding, I went to Boston. You guys know I went to Boston. Yes. And uh, I visited Brian and his wife, and it was a fun time. It was I was there from Wednesday to Saturday, and then I flew back Saturday, and Sunday was your wedding, and uh, had a lot of food, dude. They have their food there is phenomenal. Just everything I had was so good. It was all the seafood and just very fresh. Everything was fresh. Mm-hmm. Very, I'm very happy that I was able to to be there and have a place to stay and have a, and have a people that have already lived there for a few months, so they kind of know the lay of the land. And we went to Fenway. I saw the Indians get their ass kicked. So that was kind of fun. Um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. I, I've had a good time. And that's all while being in school. So I was doing, like, school shit. Like, one day I was there, I was doing, like, a half a day's. Well, not half a day, maybe, like, four hours, three hours worth of stuff mm-hmm. just to keep up on what I was doing, you know, making sure that I'm on vacation, but I still have to be on my shit. Active. You know. Yeah. Still got to be active. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of, like, new content and new information being thrown at us for the last like we took a break for a month mm-hmm. and a lot's been happening like i got married you know mm-hmm. went to boston people oh. just transitioning into a different season in their life like how it is now we're entering fall so it's like what's what's new up and coming for us like what's what are some future goals we have in mind you know mm-hmm. yeah. like for even for us like what are some goals you want to set or like for this pod, I think for this podcast, we got we need to grow it. You know, I think that we can. It's just we got to all be here to do it. And you no, know, of course, we don't got Jacob here today. He's in, he's in New York, New York, New York, man. Or where the fuck? I don't, yeah, know. I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was a terrible accent. I'm gonna get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that guy? Somebody's gonna take offense. Yeah. Ain't it? That's how New York talk, motherfucker. <laughs> We know everybody in New York got Tim's and puffy coats and the whole yeah. New York. They're dusting them off like, right now. From from uptown. <laughs> <laughs> so actually going to New York. That's my next trip too. Like I'm going back to New York. You ever been to New York, yet? Nope. Man, really? come on, bro. You got, I'll take you. I got family down there. I got family in New York. Gabe, okay, right. how are the people in New York? Man, it's it, New York. Look, you get a bad stigma. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a mad amount of people there. I mean, mm. but that's how I feel like Lorraine is. They say mad a lot too. You know, they is a mad amount of people here for real. For real. So yeah. it's like, it, depending on where you at, it, you, it's okay. It's mm-hmm. not as bad as what it, it seemed like. I, I mean, agree. You know, what I mean, you, you shit. I feel like there's just so much more people. Obviously, there's than in Lorraine, but still, mm-hmm. it's it's bound to be like. 
I've seen some TikToks, man. I've seen some videos like crazy. Just I saw don't something. Don't even believe like the videos. It's be actually in New York yeah, to and be feel there. the presence of like this is yeah. whole New York, the history yeah. of New York. Like we went to Central Park when I went. Like mm-hmm. it was amazing to see. Boston like, reminded me of that. Yeah. Downtown Boston. It was very the people there were. Very honest, very blunt. Yeah, exactly. Very That's how New York is. I like that. Yeah, yeah. because like people that. in New York are always on their objective. Like they're always going somewhere. Mm-hmm. So when you go there, nobody's really rude or anything. And if they talk to you, it's because they really do got a motive. There ain't no mm-hmm. hiding behind that because you don't know them. They don't know you. Mm-hmm. And if you can't offer them what they want, they're gonna keep it pushing. Pretty yeah, much for sure. For very sure. strong opinion based. Like yeah. people, though, which is fine. Which all people should. If you have some, your your truth is your truth. So however you view things and your opinion matters. You voice that. And that's mm-hmm. how people are in New York and Boston, as you're saying. So yeah, I want to go to Boston. Mm-hmm. I did go to, it was quote unquote, the friendliest pub in the hub or something. It was like downtown. And they, in fact, were not very friendly. It was not a very friendly bar. I was like, oh, it's very blunt, very honest people there. I guess their friendly is different than my friendly, you know, but right. uh, it was kind of funny to be there. I'm like, oh, okay. Well. Man, I want to go to New York now with that pizza. It's just that we want to become more cultured and like, yeah, get outside, man. I mean, granted, going. like the whole COVID stuff is going on, which is we're still getting through that transition. But outside of that, like, I think it's time for us to enter the space of like being uncomfortable and going somewhere different. Mm-hmm. Just seeing what else is out there. Like, it's okay to leave your nest. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, Definitely. It's because that's what's new in my life outside of trying to get into a one-year-old to try, uh, potty train, which he's doing great at. I put my oldest into soccer. He actually lost today by oh. one point, and it's only because they called more calls on us versus the other team had we got our two calls we would have definitely won our title. you live it though like i'll be that yes i was a little livid honestly i'm not gonna lie because we're averaging three points a game which is great for a soccer team but we could have scored four or five the we lost three to four today Mm. but yeah man our team it's there it's great and there's a couple kids I want to go to practice and like help them out. Oh, you know see, what Clifton I mean? Yeah, because oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm like, competitive. Let's see what's really going on. We, Jamie, we were there, like you know, coaching them up, telling Jace to get open and stuff like that. Like, yeah, I'm that parent. Like, okay. I expect greatness. I want greatness. And mm-hmm. we live in a like an era where competition is given participation participation trophies, and I don't believe in that. Mm-hmm. Competition. Somebody's meant to win. Somebody. Someone's meant to lose. And when you lose, it only brings out the best in you to be greater. And when you win, you want to be great so that way you stay on top. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that we're like. That no, house. we're like. It's okay to instill that mentality of like, winner mentality. Like. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You want to be a winner because how does it feel when you win? Like you feel great. You feel appreciated. Like nobody wants to be a loser. You know what I mean, I, that's the separation between like I guess just. Ones who really want it and those would be like, okay, I just... There you go. And it's just you don't want your kid or just any individual to think that average gets the best treatment. You know what I mean? If I don't have to do much or I can be worse than average and I can still get the best outcome, where's the incentive to bring out the best in myself? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's why we preach, hey, be great. We do practice. I bought them a glow-in-the-dark soccer ball so we can practice from sun up to sundown. Mm-hmm. Got them cones. And we go to soccer fields. Yeah, we doing the damn thing. That's how you nice. do it. You put if the reps in. If you're in. invested like that, you should just not go to put a coach aside. Like, hey, I think I could do this a little bit better. Than you. Yeah. <laughs> no, to actually, the coach <laughs> does a great job, and the assistant coach does a great job. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't think they get the kids 
you know, spiritually riled up enough or they don't rally them like how they should. That's what I think you should. You know what I mean? And like, you know, for instance, they were standing around today in the crowd versus getting like open. The defense were just leaving open spots where they can jut up field, get a good open goal and stuff like that. I was just seeing so much out there. I'm like, oh man, don't let me go to practice. (laughs) You're instilling the spirit of the sport that you're watching from the audience. You're like, my kid's out there. Like, I know what's wrong. Like, you're watching it from the side. You're like, you guys can shift over. Like, I think that's cool. And I know that I utilize everybody yeah. on that team. I've seen everybody's traits yep. today and how mm-hmm. to work them because I feel like they're underutilizing. The coach actually has a daughter and she plays mostly defense, but she is actually really, really good. And I think he should have her out there being aggressive on the ball. Even though she's small, I think if somebody talked her up to be more aggressive because she's out agile, real good with her feet, she's coordinated. Yeah. Like, she's like, like you said, like messy. It's okay to be. Average, but I want to instill to the future be limitless because mm-hmm. right. you can do anything if you just put the reps in and believe that you can actually do this. Like, mm-hmm. it's going to be tough. That's just, just the nature of it all. Like, mm-hmm. everybody, like, even like college, like D1 athlete, like, you're in college, you're D1, then you go into a different bracket. Everybody just like you. Right. You know, they want to, they, it's a eat or die yeah, type of like, it. literally, yeah. It's me or you, who they going to pick? And it's not going to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm actually going to motivate the team and tell my son before he goes home to tell his team and his coach if they win the championship or have the best record at the end of the season, I'll throw him a pizza party. There you go, a little incentive. Little, yeah. Speaking of championships, won my softball league. Hey. hey. Yep. Okay. I hit the walk-off game. You know what I'm saying? You know, nice. Now, we didn't we do a fall ball. Literally, we fucking – so we didn't have a week off. Mm-hmm. We, we, we finished that, won that, then the next week right in the fall ball. I was like, damn, not even a week off. Then yesterday, drove all the way out there. Team rushed. Didn't go. I guess they had like three or four people who had COVID on the mm. team, so nobody was showing up. Well, I hope all of them feel yeah, better. Right, you know what I mean? So, I mean? But I'm glad that you got back into recovery. Yeah, that's just so fun, yeah, man. Yeah. Just for a while, yeah. Gabe was like, played. He was like, man, I want to get back into it. I'm like, just do it for fun, bro. That's right. what it's about now. Like, and look what happened. You ended man. up on the mountaintop. Yeah, you shit. came back a champion after <laughs> a week's off. Floor five. Six years off. <laughs> that mentality of still back in the day is like, it right. applies now. Yeah. You're like, yeah, I'm still the best. At this and plus shit. now, it's just so much easier because like we like literally all went to school together, man. Like, it's like nine of us went to school. Like, that's how much is on the, on the diamond like already, so. Yeah, I feel like the Brooklyn Nets, like, like y'all the all-stars. Y'all no, know each key, other and stuff like that. It's, 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 we not yes or no, like because there's teams that are up there. You know they've been playing for a long ass time, but they grown, so they probably been playing ten, damn, fifteen years. You know what I mean, like mm. type shit. Like mm-hmm. so, we the young, we the young ones. Like we, but we like the. I, don't, I wouldn't say like Brooklyn. We like y'all young, but y'all hungry. And y'all yeah, like, you no. know what I mean, like because Brooklyn low key old. So y'all like the Warriors in the prime. Because nah. they was young, prime they, they was Cause young. y'all in y'all prime. Like a Miami Heat type there you of go. I was I was almost gonna say them, but I was I was gonna say kinda like a, a young LA Lakers, you know what I mean? Like Kobe and Shaq type. Or shit. young Spurs team. Or that's, or, that's or, or low key you I don't know, man. It's tough to really describe us because we're young, but we all like like Bennett went D one, Vargo went D one, I think. Wow. Um you see the potential. It's a Man, lot it's just, you know potential. what I mean? Like we just have like literally D one athletes on the on the field, and we're just so like in our prime right now. It's just crazy, man. It's so fun. And there's yeah, no Brooklyn Nets. And there's no politics into like. Yeah, and there's no. And I think the thing is, in high school, our coach held us back. Mm-hmm. We are our own coaches. So Seriously. when we start fucking up, what do you? Hey, 
You're full accountable for what you know. What I'm saying mm, it's okay. on each other to get on each other's asses. You know what I mean? So, it, it I think it works better like that. You can't really tell a lot. And this is your first season together, or this is like um for some of well for me this is my first season. Some of them they've been together for I think like two or three years. Oh, so you still at the beginning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Not bad. but like I know Bennett, this is his first year on the te- uh, on the team. Me, I think. Roger, this is his first year. Um, who else do we have? Armando, this is his first year. I think RJ. And I said RJ already. You gotta send me the schedule. I gotta come check out every Friday. What time? Every Friday? Uh, last two weeks it's been six thirty, seven thirty, but okay. then it might be seven thirty, eight thirty. Okay. And Jace too, man. I gotta come check him. Yeah, out. for yeah. sure. Because I'll be that like. Get I'll be that guy parent. I'm like screaming. I'm like, I may be drunk at the game, but it's fine. I'll be the fun like uncle that's like fucked up, but like, let's get this shit. I run on the field, like whatever it takes. Like, you about to win this <laughs> you game. You have to give me a red card for real. Like. But yeah, no. the referees got to step up, but I give them, you know, a thumbs up just because they were out there trying and trying to rally a bunch of eight, nine year olds and getting them to listen to a whistle. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Hard to do. Hell yeah. no it's shit. not as easy as it looks. Oh yeah, more sound. So what else has been going on uh, in the world? I guess it's, it's a lot been going on. We had like conversation outside Tragedy. of this, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like I don't like the I hate the news, man. I really do. Like I don't watch the news because I know it's the same like information being spewed out that like will be will die out next week or the week after, and then it's something else. Something else, like, something else is gonna take its place. Yeah, you don't really need the news on like Twitter. I feel like. Twitter Twitter's is, so instant, man. I, I like how instant it is. Like if I can just Twitter look, I can is search like a term, the news to me. Yeah, you search a term and it's is there. You can go to the latest. It's seconds ago. Right, people are talking like, about it. So yeah. I guess now it's just finding the right media platform that like makes the most sense to what you're trying to do. Like mm-hmm. yeah, you said, Twitter is like yeah. right now. It's like you want information on what the world is right now. Like mm-hmm. go to Twitter. Mm-hmm. I think Focus. we live in a weird technical technological like information age because back then you got to think everything was kind of controlled on the tv we didn't have devices at our you know hands that gave us all the information we needed and now it's like we can really pick and choose what information we want to pick up and put down we can choose to pay attention to the news we can choose to pay attention to whatever we need to do in order to grow ourselves and shit like that it's Mm -hmm. just I think we don't know how to navigate in this age, you know what yeah. I mean? Because yeah. we're so used to the norm of like cutting on the TV or going to it's our all, program mm-hmm. and yeah, having it handed to us versus kind of like, it's almost like life is school now. Like if you really want to be great or do what you want to do, you have to really pay attention to that and keep your attention in that direction. And like everyday news or weekly news, like they just said, mm-hmm. is a distraction because it ain't nothing but bullshit right. anyway. You know what I mean? Like there ain't nothing good in the news. Since yeah. like 2000, never. <laughs> Damn. I, I guess you just got to pay attention to what you want to feed yourself mentally, spiritually, True. wherever mm-hmm. it is. Like We're in a perfect time to do that, too. Right. And this is like, there's no guidebook. So now nah, we're creating that book for anybody coming after us. Mm-hmm. Like, question for you guys. Like, the next generation up, do you think they're ready for like what's to come? Like, how do you feel about the next generation? Mm, you mean like, so like the Gen Z? Z? Are they so that like are like like teenagers right now? Or are you saying yes? Yeah, what age? The generation you? right behind us, and I feel like they need our help. Just like we kind of like need to understand them maybe a little bit better because the generation above us can't. You know what I mean? Because I feel like they hit their learning wall. No disrespect to my elders, but 
we need to learn how to gatekeep information a little bit better, not to use gatekeep in a bad way, but because we grew up with technology kind of side by side and they're submerged in it. You know what I mean? They don't really know how to navigate through it. They kind of look at it as a big brother versus us looking at it like a brother or little brother, if that makes any sense in that analogy. So I feel like we just need to, navigate them or guide them in a way and I hope they don't take that disrespectfully like we're trying to be their parents or anything but we kind of have a better grasp on it we've been with it a little bit longer and Mm -hmm. them I feel like they can really take it to another level just because the next generation is always more I feel like in a way superior than the last one because the future is always forward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I do feel that the generation before us or I guess after us here the Gen Z they're they're so I hate to say like combative in a way like it's they're very yeah, they authority they don't like authority figures and things and that's going to be i think that's going to be a problem yeah. in the future um because now it was like i saw a tiktok yesterday it was about um having a job or something he was like i don't got to be here i'm i'm quit like that where it's like that my no you do but then don is still where's your work ethic though right mm-hmm. everything not always going to be handed to you like you have to go through some type of adversity like mm-hmm. if everything was handed to you Life would be real simple, right? Mm-hmm. But no, mm-hmm. it, you, you're not building that character of the person, right? Right. So, I mean, like, it's okay not to be okay. I, I guess we're like we're the generation where it's like we're accepting people for who they are. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like our rather, generation is the perfect blend of like, yeah, yes, yeah. The, 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 old, the older generation yes. and the younger generation, we can both see their sides of mm-hmm. what they like to, you know, what they dislike and like, and it's like. One doesn't see one side of it, and the other doesn't see, really see the other side. Because, and like you said, we get the best of both worlds because the older generation understands discipline and perseverance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They understand obstacles. Like nothing's gonna ever come right now. This generation is born in a generation of now. It's literally right like now. oven yep. versus microwave. Like they deal with the internet. When I click on something, guess what? It is done right now. Mm-hmm. If I want to go do something, why should I have to wait on a check till Friday when I need the money right now to do what I want? And it's like I understand that, but. I feel like they don't understand the real discipline and the necessity of work and the pleasure you should get from it because one is just showing you you're being productive, you're getting off your butt, and you're earning something. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like they don't really want to earn anything. They want their life, the way they wake up, live, breathe, eat, be the reason why they earn money and can do what they want to do. And it's like, no, life don't work that way. Right. Right. Well, what is it, the not work harder but smarter but you still have to work at the end of the day and i feel like that's why they love tiktok because again they get to live their life record it and make money off the way they just want to live and when you become successful from that and that formula works that's why the older generation is like i don't understand that like you just record eating cereal you get five hundred thousand views and you get paid for it and like you don't work and you get to go to places like what do you really do Right, right. That's why they always ask him, like, what do you do? Like, are you good at anything outside of, like, making videos? And to me, they don't understand that's, like, videography. Like, technically, that is editing. That's Hollywood shit. Mm-hmm. They right. just didn't go to college for it, and they didn't go to school for it. They just picked up their phone and just got creative one day. And that's mm-hmm. the beauty of the youth. Sometimes right. they don't really right. have to go to school to learn something. You can little. It's almost like a job. When you go to a job, like your job, you didn't get a degree for it. You are getting degrees for it now, mm-hmm. but somebody just showed you how to do it, and you picked it up right. because right. you're smart. Mm-hmm. My job, I didn't get a degree for it. Right. I just picked it up because I'm smart. Kids are the same. You give something to them long enough, they'll pick it up master it Especially and that's where like you, you see, question school like you see, i see babies mm-hmm. holding phones and knowing tablets. how to unlock the unlock them yeah and tablets and little computers and 
you t- it's, it's, it's crazy. Like they are given like most kids are given like a phone or a tablet or something at probably like two three years old. And know, know how to go to YouTube and, and, and everything. And, and, and look and up their type, videos exactly, and know word what letters to look for. Like, I feel like these kids now that are going to be—they're so—they're—they're they're way more advanced than I think the, the generation right behind us. Mm-hmm. They're advanced, but like, are they too reliant on the technology right. though? I don't, that's a good question, and I think that's Generation Alpha, and then there's Beta and Delta because they're switching to that. Right. So that's Generation Alpha and Beta. Um, um, Cause it's like you can give your kid yes and no the tablet when they're three, or you can give their kid some type of other substance information when they're three. Which one will last longer? Which one will play more into the kid's life as they grow up? Like mm-hmm. that's just a roll of the dice, I guess. You just have to mm-hmm. see what the outcome will be. But well, and we talked about it before, like with Jacob uh, and his situation with with Parker, and like I, I forgot the exact situation, but it was almost like just give them the tablet and they'll shut up like type of deal like no that's, that's the, the pacifier yeah yeah it's like no. what this is the, yeah it's the new pacifier it's like uh maybe that's not the, right. the brightest idea to just shove a you know a squawking tablet in front of their face just so they shut up and it's like right because i don't give my son my phone what i do is i'll he plays does literally whatever he wants but the moment it's time for a timeout or it's time to eat i'll just put on a movie he never has it actually in hand I've done it maybe like four or five times because he's seen his older brother Jackson hold the phone, so I don't want to make him jealous. So I let him get the feel of a phone, but otherwise he just he watches it from a distance mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he plays with toys and stuff like that. I don't do the whole tablet thing. No games on the phone, no. Mm-hmm. He plays. So he's guess, not really interested in stuff like that either. So that I guess it's happy. like you're creating that discipline, which mm-hmm. we talked about earlier, John. Mm-hmm. Like just getting back in the flow of just being consistently disciplined in like something. Mm-hmm. Like you're still going to school. It seems long, but like it's going to pay off eventually, right? Hopefully. So that's, what, you, that's what you're aiming for. That's yeah. the intention going in. So definitely. I feel like it's up to us to really explain to the generation Z and underneath them and the children that we have because we have to let them have technology. They're going to naturally master it. I feel like naturally watching Gen Z, they're going to master it. Mm-hmm. Give them a phone, no matter what the age, give them 10 years, they're going to master whatever app they're on. Mm-hmm. 100%. You have to teach them, though, the ways of the old, like, you know, the boomers and all them just discipline. I don't know how you'll do it, but at some point you have to teach them just, you know, old sayings, ways of old, just so that way they learn oven like ways. Like if you do something now, I mean, I guess they can learn through the stock market. I guess that's going to be the best way to teach them because that's just a way of investing. And I feel like the best way to teach them is through money because they're going to get money fast. Mm-hmm. Just how to just like look long term everything's never going to always come right now. We have to teach them how to look long-term because I feel like if a generation loses sight of long-term and thinks everything happens now and they don't plan for the future, that's how your uh, humanity and your cultures can crash. And just admit, I saw a video yesterday. It was uh, a guy and his younger person were standing next to each other and they're like, this is going to separate. This sound is going to separate you two. It was a dial-up tone. And the one, the younger person was like, I don't know what this is. Other one was like, of course I know what this is. That's the whole thing. how long you've been here, though. Right, and it's the yeah. whole thing, kind of like that instant gratification, instant. We had to dial up. We had to wait for it to, to load. It's not just a click a button and I have the internet. It wasn't like that. And you know what we have that where we also understand it, where our mind doesn't get mad? Because they will probably get mad, like, having to sit yeah. there and deal mm-hmm. with that. Like, what, why? Because I should be able to click on this app and boom, 4G, 5G, us. We hear that sound is like, oh, okay, just give it like maybe two, three minutes, ten minutes at most. I might have to oh, kick yeah. this motherfucker, or unplug it and unplug <laughs> Smack it. Smack the side of it. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's going to work eventually. Like when we sat down here, we almost got frustrated because like we got to restart the computer, go through mm-hmm. the files. I'm like, okay, hold on. 
we came from the dial up period, so it's like <laughs> we, we can sit and wait a little bit yes. and we figured it out. So mm-hmm. it's fine now. But yeah, so it's just like you said, instilling patience into kids, and it's just different. Trying to categorize and like help the next generation, just help them be the person you needed when you were younger. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. That's that's how I'm looking at life. Is mm-hmm. like, man, I wish I would have had somebody tell me about just you know the world outside of the ring, the world yeah, that's, of. That's kind of why I said yeah, I think mm-hmm. you should go to the coaching because I mean, you, with a kid, you don't know who you can impact. You can just impact one kid on that team. You might be that kid's favorite coach for the next ten years. He, he's gonna remember you for. A lifetime, like mm-hmm. man, I remember Coach Cliff, Coach Brown was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, you're limitless," and that took me into the next space in life. Mm-hmm. So it's just those little small, like it, it'll pay off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but just to uh, you know, go into a transition, let's talk about music. So I still don't little, have an answer for you, bro. It's been a lot of new music out <laughs> you here. You asked man. me before the podcast. Yeah. We had it. For so for you guys, who has the best album of the year thus far? Mm. We're talking about Certified Lover Boy, Donda. Mm-hmm. Donda, Donda. I mean, there's so many Donda. other like you know. There's a lot. There's a lot. Um, you know, I think Giveon's album was really good. I'm telling you, that was really good. Okay. Um, but as far as like, if you had to compare like Donda and, and um, Certified Lover Boy, and even like you, if you throw J Cole's in there, like he's in a different bracket. I'm going yeah. J Cole like over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I th- I think listening back to Donda, I like it. Again, he's he's back to his very churchy vibes a little bit in his he's talking about God and things and that's things I don't really believe in, but I like his I like the messages in his music. Mm-hmm. Um and I you know, of course Drake had a, some classic Drake songs in his album. I mean It's Drake. It's, it's Drake. Aubrey. You know yeah. Drake, right? Drake. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. If I had to give the nod, it'd probably be to Drake. I mean, honestly. Okay. There were a couple. He got a couple of bangers that I do like on his album, mm-hmm. like Knife Talk with a uh, project, yeah. bro. Yeah, that's on when that's on my gym playlist. When I hear that, mm-hmm. I'm ready to destroy mm-hmm. everything. Like, mm-hmm. but that's, that's what Drake does, though. He gives that type of energy, motivation, music. Lives. Yeah, know what I mean. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess for as far as like albums, music goes, I still think Tyler the Creator. His album was pretty. I have not listened to that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. When did it come out? This recently? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The drama one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Why are you looking that up? You know, Lil Nas X. You know, I'm not gonna lie. Of course, I'm not gay, but he was talking about some. People gonna question it now. (laughs) Too late. Listen though, he he was talking about like dating like guys that he would say like, "Dog, you my dog." I'm like something like I want to fuck like those. I'm like I can't really relate to those things, but like. But his music makes people uncomfortable. But that's his truth and his reality. That's why I kind of like what he's doing because it's like. That's his reality. He's living his truth. So, like, who are you to judge? And Gabe's like, hell to me. Not only that reality. I haven't listened but, to it. No. But no, I, like, I definitely would not listen to it now if that's on there. It's just, I mean, yeah, it's no, not, no offense, like, to anybody, so, but I mean, yeah, you I do mean, what you want to do. I don't want to hear about it. You don't You don't want to hear about my stories and what I've been doing. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I'm not going to indulge that on you and force feed you that. So, right. Yeah. I, you know, I would I'd take it like this. I, I listen to it. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to put this in perspective of me with a girl. Like, if, it's, if you're talking about, like, dating a guy, like, I'm just going to, like, okay, I'm not going to, like, date a guy like I can think about this in a way of a relationship not not taking like sex out like not taking like taking sex out of it like just like when you listen to a song. woman's R&B song yeah. kind of like that yeah. you don't take it like you're thinking about a, a guy yeah. Yeah. when yeah. she's talking about a guy I yeah. get it and my thing is he's a, maybe a little bit more flamboyant but people used yes. to love Frank Ocean like I still he wasn't do as, Frank is undefeated that's what I'm saying I, still, I bump Frank Tyler, almost every like, day 
it's not new that we have gay rappers. My thing is he's just doing it more flamboyantly and out loud and it just makes people uncomfortable. But to me, it just it is what it is, because it's almost like back in the day when, you know, no offense, but when white people used to have a problem with black people being flamboyant about their culture and showing off their jewelry and being loud with their cars and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Somebody's always pissing somebody off in hip hop. And just this time he's, around, it's his own culture getting that. mad at him for yeah. embracing his own sexuality, yeah. which to me is weird mm-hmm. because everybody in any family, no matter your color, has a gay cousin, gay brother, somebody. Oh, so cool. why does it matter? Mm-hmm. He's just a gay rapper. And it, yeah. I feel like all this, again, it just repeats itself. And like we're in this... Like history repeats itself. We had, like you said, we had gay artists in the past, like Prince. Elton people John love Prince. Elton John. Yeah, but these people are so historical because they live their truth and they right. put right. out good music. So I, I mean, don't know what's to come for Lil you Nas can, X. You could argue. I mean, Lil Nas X has had some really great songs, and on this album, there's a few that are really good. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied with what he what he put out, and this is his debut album. This is like so yeah. the, those other things like Old Town Road. And those things were pre label i guess mm-hmm. so he's not he's not scared to shake the globe he ain't he which ain't. is fine he was just a genius the way he came out because he literally dropped old town road around the time red dead redemption 2 was hot the hottest cowboy game that developed by the creators of grand theft auto you know mm-hmm. what i mean and those two like kind of blended and a lot of people made videos off of his songs and boom mm-hmm. i'm like he's a genius he is and his his marketing is so good like you show me that video of him like giving birth and he made to his album. Yeah, and he made fun of the baby or he poked fun at him after the baby's comments, you know, got him canceled for what? So that uh him giving birth was actually in relation to like a Bill Cosby like reference. Cause really? if you ever watched the Cosby show, all the guys those who did watch the Cosby show before he was canceled, quote unquote, um he in his episode he had all the guys in the episode like pretend to be pregnant and they gave birth to something that they love. So it was like a metaphorical type uh, of like representation of like you I remember me. that episode. Oh. Right. So I'm like, okay. I see the now he's, you see, right. He's smart. He's he's good. He's a great So marketer. some of these things that the next generation is doing is kind of well thought out and I'm like, I trust it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I don't trust you how to cook certain foods, but I trust like, you know. <laughs> I think that's one thing that's dying in each generation cooking. Cooking is yeah. Cooking is dying. Everybody wants everybody else to cook. Or they just want DoorDash or mm-hmm. Pay fifty dollars for a burger. It's like money bag. Yo, I had a good album. I'm looking through all these albums right now. I'm like, man, there's no good album. It's too many. Tribute, I like Chippy Red's album. Um, what if you got? What about what about your as a pick? What do you think? I'm over here like stuck because it's I'm again way too many. Just it's to fine. say, one. Fine. It's it, this was a good year for albums. I will say that it was. A little baby's album that came out too. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, saying. No, that came out. Wasn't. It's like we kind of needed this new music. Yeah. Came out. Mm-hmm. yeah, I wish Drake's album came out a little bit like some. It was like summer vibes. It could have if it came out like May. My okay. Well, here's what I'm gonna do. I'm only gonna go with Kanye only because of, he delivered a classic album, and I understand he's not cussing anymore on his albums going forward due to where he's at in his life. Mm-hmm. And whenever he does classics, I go with his album that year. Sometimes he don't drop classics, and I don't say that's the best album. But whenever he does, I give him the nod. And his delivery and, was great too. The the marketing, the, it was genius it how was he a marketed. Slow rollout. He did the uh, three concerts, concerts. Uh, live stream or live. And his music yeah. is something like whenever and this is how I know it's a classic when I know I can listen for to it years way after this, and it will still bring out about a certain emotion mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I'm like, yeah, so you got me. Yeah. 
That hurricane song with the weekend, fire. Is it Jonah? Is the one Moon is so good. There's so many mm-hmm. good songs on the album. It's See, good. but I can't count that as Kanye West's song. He ain't even on the song. That's just Kid Cudi. That's Kid Cudi's song. He just bought the song off. Of right, him. pretty much. And what I want the younger generation to understand is because a lot of people get upset when people drop an album with more than 13 or 12 songs because they feel like it's too long or they're doing too much. They used to do that all the time back in the day in the 90s and early 2000s and two. Just take on the mindset of the early 80s and 90s. Tape A, side A, side B. Just look at it that way. Sometimes you have to listen to a album in 10 song increments, let it go for a little bit, come back to it, listen to the rest. Judge it that way. Mm-hmm. Technically, you get two process. albums in one. He's just trying to treat you. So just a little advice from a music lover if you don't like long albums. You'll enjoy them and appreciate them more that I, way. I think, man, if you really do love music, you... You don't mind. I mean, do you, you you know what songs to look for? I think that's the best thing about like music now. You can just add which one you want. You don't have to have every the whole album. You just have four or five songs, like you said, like that you like, and then. Mm-hmm. So that is your album, technically. Like you know, right? If you got a thirty song track list and you only like twelve, then boom. If you only like twelve, and just boom, boom, boom. That's all you got. That's basically an album. Mm-hmm. I do like to appreciate the album that at least the first listen, like listening to it like through, like no no like shuffle, just right from beginning to end, just how they put it in place. If it was intentionally put, you know, song one, song two, if it was all in order, I love doing that. Yeah, just to kind of hear the flow of the mm-hmm. album because some songs lead up to like other songs. Yeah, and yeah, it's, I, I like it'd be that. a story. Yeah, exactly. Or like they take from that beat, chop it just a little bit, and kind of flow it into the next song and then just give you something completely different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say that Drake's album had a lot of like beat switches and I wasn't, I guess it was almost like that hap- That started a few years ago that was kind of getting popularized and I think he just like this time he just, I think the first song had three switches or something and he had like a couple had two or, or more. Was, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. His was more like I can listen to it during the season versus all year, you know, years down the line. Mm-hmm. And I just loved how Kanye dedicated it to his mom. And I'm like, if he's going to dedicate an album to his mom where he was trying to keep it pure yet classic and delivering a hard-hitting album, this was it. So I'll give him a nod. I got to go to Drake. I'm sorry. Nothing wrong with it. I, and I'm not, wrong choice, I feel I, like. I, and I take that with like a very close grain because I like them both. Like, But in my honest opinion, they're both overhyped. I mean, the people who can't see both sides, is it's, it's what's wrong with music. Like, you got Drake fans who are only Drake, and they will not even listen to Donda at all. And then mm-hmm. Kanye West fans are only Kanye, and they're not going to even listen to Drake. They're both depriving themselves you know what I mean? of great exactly. content. I'm just open to the messaging in both of them. Yeah, so like, until the, I feel like until like more people start appreciating them both, like I, I mean, I don't know. Like, they're both good, man. They're both. Drake had better bars, though. But Kanye's production, though, is, that's the blows whole his out the water. Right. His and, production and was I, like And I'm crazy. looking at it from the, a whole... So I could only imagine. I'm trying to put myself in one of those stadiums before it actually released, mm-hmm. and I and I bet that just that plays a part into it for mm-hmm. me a little bit because mm-hmm. I can only imagine it hits way different. Like you heard it before it dropped, and now you hear it opposed to like in your car. Now you just mm-hmm. it takes you back to that. He br- he brought you in closer to like his experience and the production. His how he goes yes. through his process. Of it's almost like a movie. He's a, yeah. He's yeah. one of like one of the one of the greatest producers in ever. music ever. 
But here's why I do appreciate Drake, and here's why I all almost consider him like the LeBron of music. He always takes an old song and somehow makes it like reclassic Drake and remastered, like everything. like way too sexy. Like you again, that was you a classic like, that nobody um, thought it was going to be retouched, and now you literally have a way too sexy hip hop version. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know what? God damn it, he did it again. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we like Drake because it's just like. Damn. Another one, and the video is just so funny. Man, I cannot not laugh at that video, especially Kawhi's face. When I seen Kawhi, and I'm like, "What?" The when they did that jagged edge cameo, I was like, "Why? Why would him fall, people? He was so stiff with Dang. big ass palms." <laughs> now, even in his like how he he his production, like if you watch the video, he did like a commercial inside of like his video of like the cologne wet, and he had yeah, the drum, yeah. like. Okay. Then he came back to the song. I'm like, all right, Drake, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. That's dope, though. Yeah. So, oh, man, life's been like going, man, for sure. Like, yeah, even in sports, in the world of sports, I, you guys recorded something prior to this. Okay. Yeah. The audio just, yeah. Trash. You had like your NFL Garbino. predictions for the season. Yeah, yep. I said that we were going to be one on one come week three. You know, I'm not mad where we, we lost the we lost the game where we should have won, and we won the game that we should have lost. So I'll take it. Same, and we almost got the Chiefs. I think we're gonna get them next time we play them. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are they got cracks in their armor this year, and y'all proved that because y'all was depleted. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to Lamar. You know, being Superman and showing the world that they are beatable, and we're gonna get out of them. This he said, year. Lamar, what do you want to do? You want to go for it? Go for it. No. This is a, do I that relationship like in the, the woods? Like the trust in his, like the coach though. That's different though. And he he talked about it. He was. It's not even like it wasn't even like a question. Like, do you want to go for it? It's like like. It was more of like, assurance. Like, do we want to? Yeah, we yeah. are in this together. Like, you're out we, there. I'm over you, here. I know like, you want to do it, and I know I want to do it. So, are we going to do this together? Man, this is a contract question. Do you want big bucks? <laughs> yeah. Are we going to do this? Yeah. Are we? <laughs> you, Put your you, body on the line. Exactly. That's all it is, man. You, you give, you give Lamar one one yard. Now Nine it, times out of ten, he's getting it. Now, Reminds me of I old Cam Newton back in the day. A like, little bit. He used to just go way more fast. Now, way fast. However, so fast. If he doesn't get that first down. That changes the game. Oh, a thousand. Per- they're already yeah, in, but they're in field goal range. They're already oh, in field goal oh, range. Oh, so you gave up that three points to lose the ball because it was a fourth and one, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were already in. If we don't get that, they're in field goal range right, right there. Oh, oh, they are. Ooh. No, the yeah, they are. They're in field goal range at that ball. Wow. But you're not mad or criticizing Lamar. That's no. what he's supposed to do. A hundred percent. There's. Uh, it sounds bad, yes, but I didn't want him to throw the ball. You Me know neither. what I mean? Like, I don't want you. Anybody could have ran it. It's got to be you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He barely. I mean, he got it, but he, no. Hey, if he didn't Lamar, get it. chances make champions. Chances make champions, and he True. wants to be a champion. Like I got this. Took it mm-hmm. into his own hands. So. First, you know that's what? Patrick Mahomes' first loss in September. I think he was like thirty-two. Yes, sir. Now and against young quarterbacks. Yep. You stopped that. Against that whole class, like their uh, Lamar and, and Baker's class, first pick in uh, September. That class is built different. Too. That class, that quarterback class, is going to go down as a really good class. Hall of Famers, I think, it's, majority of them are Hall of Famers. Mm-hmm. For sure. But can we give our predictions since the last audio got scrapped based oh, okay, on just yeah. first week? It's okay. Like we only John, week three. You still feel oh. very confident. Yes, on what you said. I do. I, I said you pick? I said thirteen and four Browns Super Bowl champions. Wait, uh, you said thirteen th- and four. You said thirteen and four. Uh huh. I would uh, go with it still. I, I 13 think thirteen and four. I can see like maybe. 12 and 5, 11 and 6, but not 13 and 4. So I had two predictions starting off 14 and 3 mm-hmm. or 12 and 5. So mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm leaning towards okay. 12 and 5. There are, 
I knew we were going to lose the Kansas City game because we're the Browns. The Browns are going to do Brown shit. And we have some Browns season opener in like 17 years. Yeah, it's been a long time. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I expected that. But like going into the next week, I'm like, okay. This is, this is a whole new culture. Yeah. So this week like is this Chicago. Sun, like this Sunday, we get OBJ we're going to win this game. Mm-hmm. We get OBJ back? I believe and so. And OBJ's back, yeah. They're going to report it the day of, but like all reports he's are indicated he's coming list. back. So mm-hmm. that's big. Thirteen to four champions. We're winning this. It yeah. has to. It, we and I, I was telling I was telling Jacob and, and Gabe. I said, if we do, if our record isn't as good as last year, because now they added another game though. If, but if it's, it's not as good, if I think we were what ten and six last year. Eleven or, to five. Eleven. Were we eleven to five? Fuck. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're pretty good. Yeah. I mean, uh, eleven to five. We we I, all I, had the same. Uh, we all had the same record. Mm-hmm. If but if we fall, I say we have ten wins only this season. It's a failure. If we have 11, I think it's also a failure. I, th- I think if we're not improving, then and we don't get to the top of the top, it's a failure. Well, 11 wins can't be a failure to be tied. It's only because the extra game was about and we lost to Kansas City. Right. Is it another way of looking at I was at trying that? to tell John that, too. Like, you, if, even if you win 12 games, that's, that's like, you know what I mean? That's only you a get bounced in the first round, like, that's not a failure of a year. That's, no, I mean, that's But we got You're consecutively got, going back-to-back playoff that's appearances. True. That's, that's true. That's true. That's Which ain't never happened in God knows how long. Exactly. Right. So, right. I mean, I, I would say maybe your fifth year getting bounced in the first round, that's when you start mm-hmm. kind of worrying. Like, Ring right. the alarm. Right. But we got, you know, we got Chubb, we got Baker, you know, they're on there. You know, I guess – Nick Chubb did resign for I think three years, but Baker's on his rookie contract. You know, Miles Garrett, those guys. If we start losing them to free agency, but we have a lot, I think we have money to spend. So hopefully we keep our people that we have. This core is great. Um, people are saying, well, Odell, we'll just trade him for something. We got to try get rid of him because he's. I feel like we need him now. Yeah, I was one of those people who said trade him before because it looked like it, but now I'm on the train. We need him. He's the over top over the top receiver. We need to blow off the mm-hmm. top of the defense. Would you? Know? you oh, uh, Josh Gordon is free. Uh, is now able to sign with you. Uh, yeah, same here. I ain't, no, I ain't signing. I'm not here. Shit, we come, are unavailable. Come, come to Baltimore. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but um, if uh, I had don't to give a fuck. make a subjective, let's blow, let's, let's blow some trees, man. Yes. If I Baby. To, <laughs> me up. I'm sorry, I'm burping. But um, if I had to make a subjective pick, I'm obviously going with the Browns. But I believe we finished 12 and five or 11 and six, and we get by by the skin of our teeth. But if we, if I'm being objective from what I've seen and what I really think, I believe the Buccaneers take it again. Mm. Brady wins his damn eighth Super Bowl. It sounds nope. tiring. It's not Brady this year. It's going to be him. And, you say that now. And no. the crazy I don't want to fucking these Tom Brady. Like, because if he gets there, are you going to bet against him? You don't bet against Tom exactly. Brady ever. Like, so yep. if he gets there again, and it, and it might, and I think he'll beat the Rams. Because I think the Rams are going to be there. So they, this, played them, they played them tomorrow, too. Yeah, that, I think oh. this is going to be a preview. So I think they're going to play the Rams because they look damn good this year. And they're going to be... That whole trade, the Matt Stafford and Goff trade, is like still fucking with my head. It's just like you look at, you see Stafford in Los Angeles, I'm like this doesn't look right. This doesn't feel right. He, it do though. To me, it does. He he fits in that offense. Stafford fits in that offense better than Goff did. Mm. I believe they beat um, the Baltimore Ravens though. I feel like if we get there for some reason, we're gonna meet the Rams. I don't know why because we're not beating Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. So my mm. Super Bowl as a fan is. Browns, Rams, we win, but being objective, I believe the Bucks will meet um, Baltimore there because they look damn good, and if they get their players back in defense, stay solid, 
Lamar gets to a Super Bowl, but he will ultimately lose to the GOAT like everybody else who has to learn their damn uh, lesson. And you'll be salty as a fan, but you'll be happy that you lost to the GOAT and you know you got there and can get back again. So that's my prediction. If we make it to the Super Bowl, y'all hearing it now. I will not be in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> Where is the Super Bowl? I think it's in – is it in L.A. this year? Yes. Is it? Shit, that's you why I'm I alone with you. I'm trying to go. So, oh, that's fine. Like – I just, uh, it's just being around that energy too of like winning culture and like that's right. why I feel like the Browns this season is so different for us that's why I'm, my prediction is 14-3 and three. I'm staying on it nice. so for me y'all know y'all see it Ravens fan I'm gonna honestly have to say after beating the Chiefs now I feel like we gonna string off like seven in a row because mm-hmm. our next our, our, I feel like our toughest opponents this year really is gonna be y'all and Maybe Pittsburgh. Oh, we know. Depending on <laughs> depending on their defense. Sorry. It, it, it depends on their defense, man. Nah, we Big know. Ben, I'm sorry. No, that's it's I mean, slow. I'm not I'm not worried about their offense. I'm worried about the defense. That's what I'm saying. The defense can't do all the scoring. But this is my whole thing. We play y'all, Pittsburgh, y'all. I got a Three question weeks. for everybody here. Yeah, that's gonna be tough, man. How many points do y'all think that defense can just score on its own for the rest of the year, like average for the rest of the year for that team? Because Big Ben and whoever's like playing back there is only gonna average one to no touchdowns. That's real. So that defense is going to have to score at least 12 points a game to stay in the game. And I would say they save more points than they score, if that makes sense. If they're going to what? They save more points than they score. I agree with that. So, I mean, I, I, I would worry about that statistic more than how many physical points they actually score. I mean, mm-hmm. shit. You never know. Pick six. I Once a week, really won, I mean, like, that's tough to do. Once a week, a pick, a pick six or yeah. a fumble six. Like, you know what I mean? You can't expect your defense to really score, score. Mm-hmm. Here's when I knew their defense was kind of in trouble, though, when they said that Joe Hayden was their best player in their secondary. I was like, we got rid of him to them trash. because he was trash and kept getting burnt. And that's their best player in their secondary. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> that's why. And uh, TJ Watt, that's there. Mm-hmm. That's why he don't want to play because he's like, man, I'm saving my energy. This defense trash. Yeah, he's okay. not playing them well. He don't want to play. So I'm, look, I'm looking at the Browns schedule, and we should win these next – Five games at least, yeah. Who's and then the challenge will be the Steelers. Mm-hmm. If we can, I think it's just the rivalry. If it wasn't count out division just, games, even never. the Steelers, it's tough because even, I mean, right. since he, that, that'd be right. the test for us to see like where we really are. Like we're we're a good team, we know that, but mm-hmm. like that's going to be. And it's on Halloween. I will be at ooh, that game. Ooh, so, nice. Congratulations nice. again. Yes. Scary hour. Just spooky hours spooky there. Hour, so, yeah. so Gabe, your prediction is Ravens win the Super Bowl this year, pretty much. Um, I hope. I mean, I I. Uh, that's my end goal. Yeah, I don't. I mean, is that objective or subjective? That's. I would say both. Both. That's okay. the objective of the day. Uh, that's subjectively saying, yeah, we're gonna win it. You know what I mean? As a fan, I mean, it, we have some shit to overcome. We're gonna have to. We're gonna see either y'all or Kansas City again in the playoffs. I just don't see Kansas City getting back. Like, and I just Loki, have this feeling in my gut. I mean, not Buffalo. Going back. Buffalo ain't no joke. No, they're not going back. Josh um, Allen need to turn up the oven a little bit. Yeah, he ain't yeah. looking like last I mean, year. Yeah, a lot of teams right. have got a lot of weapons, and you can't count them out on any, Facts. Given, on any given game. So Facts. It's, it's situational, you know what I mean? Because down the line, somebody can get hurt. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean? A star player later on that's effective right now, not playing in week 15, 16, 17, or mm-hmm. week one of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, Ash, what's your overall the, prediction? I'm going with the Browns, Super Bowl. That's objective that's right. and subjective. Yep, both. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm standing on it. Though, I say like, we get anywhere between 11 I, and 13. I don't right hear now. nothing else but the Browns right now. Like any other team, but okay. If Tom Brady does go back, I'm gonna have to. 
like put not it this way because we're us three are in the same boat. It's just I have like some money on the side on Brady because it's yes. like I can't bet all my <laughs> yes. money against him. You know what I mean? I gotta put a little bit off to the side. Like he's earned my tith tithings. Like here you hey. go, Brady. Yeah. I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket, but Brady does have like a he deserves two, like he's two goat. here for Brady he's every year. Go, he's the goat. It just makes sense. You know, I respect the goat, but I'm gonna say, if we see the goat, roadkill, gyro. <laughs> what y'all want on your gyro? All right, turn man, the goat so, to a gyro. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what? So we, we didn't talk about. We talked about um, in our pre-production uh, earlier this week the one-liners, the, the rap one-liners. Do we want to? Rap one liner. Yeah, is there any rap one liner that you can think of that is like top tier, like a Lil Wayne quote or a? T- oh, okay, okay, okay. Two chains. Like what you anything. was doing in our uh-huh. little voice. Okay, because I was wondering, why I was ready to rap back. Like, is he trying to have a battle? <laughs> you said it. I was trying to do it every day. I was trying to like do one every day. I'm falling off on that. Oh, I'm looking up one now. Rap one liners. Man, I gotta listen to music to do that one. Nah, I got so many in my head. You know, Lil, Lil Wayne is just—he's the classic one-liner. You know, always. Hold on, let's see. What is because Lil Wayne? He literally has like his metaphors are just ridiculous, ridiculous. You said crazy you know, motherfucker. I am one. <laughs> he said that shit the other day. Right, just like in <laughs> six foot, seven foot alone, he had so many. Uh, what was it? The one song he said, "Real G's moves sounds." Like, is that is that "Real G's moves sounds like lasagna"? Is that from Six Foot Seven Foot? Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah. No, that's in Six Foot Seven Foot. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. He's like classic. So mm. for me, it's gonna be a Kanye one. Uh huh. <laughs> this one is uh from Father Stretch My Hands Part One. Mm. He said, "Uh, now if I fuck with this model and she just bleeps her asshole." And I get bleach on my and I get bleach on my t shirt, I'ma feel like an asshole. <laughs> I'm like, that's a whole bar. This guy's it's classic. Crazy, yeah. so. it's a classic there you go. I just wanted to Drake's famous one liner that Kanye actually absolutely loved and gave him uh props for was he was like on I think it was over or something. He was like No, it wasn't over. I forget the name of the song, but he was like, Are all of y'all into girls now? Let's be honest. Ah, you know which one I'm talking about yeah, when you get that? Yeah. Which one? Which song is that? But the way Did that miss per- me? Uh, it's not miss me. I can hear the song in my head, but I can't think of the uh, title. But pretty much the way he said oh, lesbian. Oh, um, Bedrock. There you go. And the way he used it on it, like Kanye was like, he's a genius. She he was like, best line of the year. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, let's be honest. I was like, damn, I ain't never heard of it. Used right. that way. Nice. Le- turn lesbian to honesty. He <laughs> said two worlds colliding. Nice. Oh, man. It does. It feels good to be back, though, man. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It does. Feels Didn't good even to feel be. like an hour. No, it way. feels good to be back around the guys. Of course, we're missing Jacob. So mm-hmm. I'm sure he would have said some off the wall. Right he He's a New York glizzy right now. Hey, <laughs> oh, he is. Ask so him how them, how them street venue glizzies are. <laughs> <laughs> He's fine. Let me text him right now, actually. He's probably having a time with his life too. But I sent yeah. you a pack of hot dogs the other day, saying this is your uncle's dream right here. Remember <laughs> I know, yeah. this pack of hot dogs. <laughs> so we are at uh, speaking. Damn near an hour. We said thirty minutes in the garage. We were oh, just trying to warm but, up. When we get back into the flow of things, it's just like it's good to be back around each other and we're recording good stuff. So right for all our listen, for all of our listeners out there, make sure you go check us out on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, wherever you do listen to podcasts. We are there. Yes, sir. All in your ear. Let us put some flavor in it.
Oh, we got two more things to hit on, and then we'll get out of here. Um, so we always do our wellness check. I don't know if you guys did that the last episode. Mm. So just mm-hmm. one through ten, how you feeling mentally, spiritually, physically today? Okay. Uh, Gabe, you want to start us off? Um, I'm solid. Y'all know me, man. Something bothering me. I feel like I'll tell y'all throughout the week or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, just getting excited to get back watching football again tomorrow. About mm-hmm. to watch football later on. Ohio State plays. Hopefully we get this shit together. Um, but yeah, no, I'm cool. So I'm, you got a number on it? Number? Uh, I would like to say like an eight. That's pretty okay. solid. Okay. You know John, I mean? John, for you? You know, so I'm going to do like an overall, you know, so I'll say like a seven and a half in climbing. Okay. Um, Just kind of improving. Like we talked about earlier um, off the podcast, like just trying to improve myself and just trying to like be more disciplined with myself and, and, getting that process down and I feel like I'm almost 30 and I'd never had like a routine and it's like mm. really um apparent now and it's like I need to get into like a routine I want to have not so I, not to be like I need to tuck my bed in and and make sure my pillows are fluffed yeah, to, that's militant. Th- yeah to like militant I don't want to yeah. be like that I don't I don't need to be like that I just so there's structure as um just so my days are a little bit more Orderly in a way where that they flow and make sense. Yeah, so you just want to yeah. keep creating good habits, like. right? Be, making sure if I'm taking a drive somewhere, okay, do I have to go anywhere else while I'm on this trip? If I, if I have to drive to the store, okay, do I hit these stores, hit these places, you know, go see this person or whatever. So it's all mm-hmm. p- thought out a little bit more than it, than it was. So as far as that goes, I feel like I'm doing a better job. And as far as physically, you know, I feel like I do need to go back to the chiropractor. I feel like my shit is just like kind of hurting a little bit but i'm trying to do a little bit of yoga in the morning i'm gonna get i'll just go to my basement i have a yoga mat already laid out and mm-hmm. i'll just get on there and start doing some just some stretches hamstrings and just hips hip flexor stretches and, and things like that so 7.5 and improving for sure that's good question i'm about an eight you know what i mean i'm average i'm not too high too low the browns are doing good Again, my stepson's doing great. I'm trying to, like, discipline him into being a better athlete, getting a better conditioning. Um, me and you were, you know, Apple Watch buddies, and we've been, you know, watching each other, monitoring each other. And yeah, Cliff, been... I'm on your ass like back pockets, bro. We got to turn this bitch up. It's real. all right, though, but we're motivating each other to stay in better health heading into our 30s because, you know, I'm turning 29 this year. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah. So this is my last year being 20 here pretty soon, so just capitalizing on that um and i don't really have nothing to complain about worked over 50 hours last week i'm glad i could cut that number down a little bit hope my co-worker gets better he's had fluid around his heart oh man so it's been hard for him to work so i've been carrying a lot of the load at work but otherwise no complaints i'm happy to be back around sending y'all. him some healing energy but uh mm-hmm. for me i would say i bounce between like a 7.5 and an 8 yeah just because i i do have a new position at my job and it's a lot of bullshit and cleaning up I have to deal with but that's a part of the growth process but i'm like i know at this point like in my life if it costs me my peace of mind it's too expensive mm. there you go. so there you i need go. to dial back and be like okay there no i don't need that in my life right so that's you, where i am mm-hmm. you have the power to do make those choices and make those changes yeah. as needed and if you don't make any changes then it you're continues. gonna you're just gonna get it. yeah exactly. my, my biggest stress leading up to all this was the wedding make sure everything like was prepared and ready for it and then after that like it's done now i can breathe and just relax turn yep. this bitch up and start living my life like that's for real yeah that's where i'm at awesome you awesome. got a uh thank you for the cake 
Cake was bomb. Cake. I didn't even get none he of the cake. He gave me though. a whole ass I'm, cake. I didn't have any cake. Me neither. He gave me a whole. Well, Cell gave me a whole. Wait, we gave you a whole cake. I saw Cell gave me a fucking then, the whole probably like the size of your laptop, like that big. You enjoy yeah. it? Oh, oh, oh man. It was. She said, I, she said I, Gabe, I, take this cake home. I ain't I'm going, like, huh? I'm not gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. So, the kitchen was open, right? They said we need, we need help. So I, I remember up. seeing you in the kitchen too, Bruh, I helped clean up. I was putting things away, oh, chairs, Johnny, tablecloth. He was standing back there with a Table. plate full of food. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna lie. I have a I have a scale at home for my for shipping stuff. Mm-hmm. Day after it was like day two and a half after. Okay, mm-hmm. it's like Tuesday. I, I said I want to weigh how much this. I want to weigh this. Mm-hmm. It was almost eleven pounds of food. Of food? <laughs> Jeez. See, we had it was so much That's robbery. Like, there was so much left. I'm like, it's just gonna go. I'm like, okay, well, you gonna I, take it. Th- that was two days after the wedding, so I just imagine what it was day one. Did you eat? You, you ate some already, though. Uh, yeah, I had to freeze some of it. <laughs> Damn, it's ridiculous. Yeah, bro, it was, just it was a lot of mac and cheese and panino. I said it was. Gone. It was very good. It was. Gone. He said it was very good. It <laughs> was. Gone. I bet it was. It was the frisky. <laughs> That's what we, it tastes even better than man. For us, it's so much abundance, though, bro. So definitely, again, I appreciate you guys for coming to the wedding, making it that much more special. But Clifton, you got a uh, quote for us? Take us out. Yes, I do. Like we always do, we drop a good gem for y'all, and here's a great one. The most common way people give up their powers by thinking they don't have any, and that's by Alice Walker. Nice. Never forget that you got all the power in your hands. Never give it away. This has been a. New season, new episode of It's On Us. Uh, we're going to chop some things up and uh, we're going to stay consistent. Mm-hmm. You guys, take care. Yo. Thank you for listening to IOU Podcast, where you can reach us out on Spotify, Apple, Podbean, YouTube, um, and our Gmail is IOU Podcast 440. And this has been a great episode with my boys. and Stay tuned for next week and God bless.